Blog Talk Radio. Hi everyone, this is Camille from sunny California, and you're listening to the Coffee Chat with Camille show, which is the podcast series that interviews various guests about real-life topics for people who love to learn. Everybody, we have another great show for the week. It is Why I'm Such a Foot Nerd From Chronic Pain to Barefoot Hiker with Gregory Stern. Excuse me, I'm just having a little tea this morning. Um, a little bit about uh, Gregory. He is a chief foot officer owner of from the ground up physiotherapy. My name is Greg Stern, and I'm the owner of from the ground up physiotherapy. I help people get to the root cause of their pain by teaching people to move their entire body in new ways to wake up dormant muscles and movement patterns. Rather than solely focusing on the site of pain, I teach the body to work and give the site of pain a chance to recover as it is now as it now can work together with the body rather than against it. With From the Ground Up, my chief mission is to help guide people through their own path of self discovery on their health journeys and guide people to not only be pain-free, but to thrive in their everyday lives. I help people see injuries are not only a process of recovery, discovery, an opportunity to learn, be curious, better understand correct issues, improve efficiency and performance, and tap into potential, into potential you never knew you had. Okay, and... Let me see. I don't see a link here um, for you, the audience. But if there is one, then I will go back in the show description and add it so that you can contact Gregory. But let's go ahead and hit. Uh, excuse me, rather welcome Gregory into the studio. Let's see. Hi. Hi, Gregory. How are you? Wonderful. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for and, having me. Uh, yeah, pleasure. Absolute pleasure. So we're going to get into the interview so that we can uh, let our audience or listeners know a lot more about you. Okay? Absolutely. So, <laughs> why do you insist your clients go barefoot? Yeah, so that's a, you know, we're living in a planet where we unfortunately believe that what we were born with is not enough. And I mean that in the sense that when we look at the shoes that we wear today, we see very fancy technology, gel shock this and cushion that and motion control and stability. But unfortunately, all these technologies, despite their efforts, are actually not helping people with foot pain the way that they have been espoused to. And when we look at 
uh, how feet work. You know, there's 26 bones in each foot. There's 33 joints. It's a very complicated structure that's meant to support itself. And coming from a, a long history of, of chronic pain in my own feet, what I discovered is that the shoes that we wear don't permit our feet to move the way that they're supposed to. So imagine you just broke your arm and you're in a cast for six weeks. And then all of a sudden, you know, you're out of the cast for... Are you going to expect your arm to be flexible or very rigid? And the answer is rigid. And that's kind of what's happening on our shoe from the standpoint of the shoes we're wearing kind of act like casts on our feet and don't permit the, the, the natural mobility that's supposed to take place in our feet. And that causes a lot of problems within our feet and upstream as well. Oh, interesting. Thank you. That's very interesting. And then, um, what do you mean that a that a physio is not going to fix you? Yeah, so I guess you know, coming along the lines of imagine you're in pain and you're you're seeking out help from a physical therapist. Oftentimes, we believe that the onus of responsibility is on the therapist to fix me. You know, like I go in and I'm supposed to lie on the table and receive passive treatment. And while that does sound nice in theory that someone else is going to just like magically, you know, fix your problems, the problem is that if we just focus on the site of pain, so imagine someone comes in with knee pain, and we're only focusing on the knee and not how the knee relates to the foot, the ankle, the hip, and how the whole system works together. Well, when we do all that hands-on therapy, it might feel good and you might feel temporary pain relief. But the moment that you stand up, you go back to the same movement patterns that got you into trouble in the first place. And so mm-hmm. this notion of like this, bi- this unidirectional, the physio is that there to be a fixer with their hands. Well, actually, physios should be guides. They should guide you along a process of teaching you how to use your body, operate against gravity, so that you learn how to coordinate your, your body to move well in space and therefore, everything is, is kind of connected and working together, so nothing is being overloaded. Excellent, excellent. Yes, excellent, excellent. Now, why do you say going to physio is not about lying limp uh, like a fish, like a limp fish? Yeah, so that's like uh, expanding on my previous point. I think that... It's really important that we understand that, like, we're as a, as a patient or as a client receiving treatment. Ideally, you need to be taking an active ownership in that process. So, going along the same lines that the physio is not there to fix you. Well, ideally, the, the the professional that you're working with is empowering you with with tools and exercises to learn how to work, you know, with, with the whole body rather than you know you lying passively and just receiving treatment. basically relying on that person to be their fixer 
that doesn't ultimately lead to, you know, profound changes that I get with my clients, which is I've had people with years and years of chronic pain get back to doing the things they love. And in my office, in my clinic, I'm really kind of helping people reframe their injuries in a new way and see this weakness as potential and to see that, like, you know, very quickly, if I put them in a new position and their body all of a sudden feels this new load on their body, well, that's very good. That's just something new, a new input for the system, for their nervous system. So the, the whole idea being that, like, we, we should be empowering and, and guiding um, people that are in pain through a process where slowly but surely, you know, we're progressively overloading their body in new ways to gain new mobility and strength for, for their body to work more efficiently. That's wonderful, wonderful. Then why do you insist that your clients slouch when everyone says to stand up straight? Yeah, so that is a very interesting question. And I think the fact that, you know, we've probably all heard sit up straight, stand up straight, chest up, shoulders down and back is is good posture, right? You know, mom, dad, teachers, society, everyone's telling us that we need to be in good posture. That means to be like a soldier. But if we think about that for a second, think about a fighter in, in a boxing arena. Is he carrying him, is he or she carrying himself in this very upright, good posture? Or is his spine more relaxed and more fluid and more, you know, kind of shoulders forward and ribcage down? Not very, like, you know, intense in the way that he's holding himself. Because when we hold ourselves in these very intense manners, we're creating a lot of rigidity. And I guess kind of the best way of explaining this is having someone, whoever is listening right now, to take your hands and squeeze them together as hard as you can. So you squeeze, you squeeze, you squeeze your hands. Now, after about 10 seconds, you're probably going to feel like some tension in your hands build up naturally. Now, if I asked you to do that for the next 12 hours, you'd be like, no, I don't want to do that. Well, when we sit up straight with good posture, quote unquote, what we're doing to our low back muscles is we're squeezing the low back and we're engaging them. We just engage our hands. And actually, if we think about many cultures around the world, for example, I visited India 10 years ago. I saw 80-year-olds that were able to do a very deep squat. You know, that's the natural way we're supposed to go to the washroom. It's the natural resting position of the body. And we'll see a spine shape that's a lot more rounded and relaxed and slouchy Mm -hmm. rather than very upright. And so when we go into these upright postures, that goes against the natural resting posture of a deep squat. So when we're sitting in a chair, we should actually be sitting in a deep squat position to facilitate a relaxed muscles of the back rather than engaging them 24-7. Wow. Thank you. Analogy. Uh, what inspired you to do this work? So I got into uh, this work 10 years ago when I hurt my ankle uh, myself playing flag football. Um, that was just an innocent ankle sprain that just never healed properly. Um, mm-hmm. Up until that point, I was always injuring myself, playing lots of sports and broken bones and stitches here. But this injury was different because it was just a, you know, a, a classic ankle sprain that just never healed properly. And I tried everything under the sun. I was going to physio. I was doing athletic therapy. I was trying you know, orthopedic shoes, orthotics, osteo. Mm-hmm. I was going from professional to professional trying to figure out a solution to my problem. And 
it was really only until I started to take a deep dive into my own body to understand what was going on did I start to make progress. So eventually, you know, having gone to physical therapy school myself, I was learning the exact same thing in school that I was being given as a treatment, which was this very isolated passive approach that I was mentioning earlier on about this receiving treatment or very isolated banded exercises for my feet and nothing really holistic in nature that was connecting my body to work better. And as I started to look into the ethernet and see, all right, who's the smartest people talking about feet and how are they thinking differently about it? Did I start to really make profound progress to the point where like, you know, I couldn't stand barefoot for more than a few seconds without pain. And now I'm, you know, barefoot 24 seven in my clinic. I go hiking barefoot. I could slack line. I do lots of very cool things. And that was from taking a very different approach than what was being offered. Oh, that's totally amazing. Then you mentioned that our physical health starts at the feet. Why is that? Well, just think about a building for a second and how important it is to make sure that you're building a building on a strong foundation. Um, well, naturally, our feet are the only thing that are connected to the ground. We're no longer crawling or walking on all fours like our ancestors. And so our feet have to be strong. They have to be mobile. They have to be supple. They have to be able to, you know, support our weight, to be able to walk, to run. Like, these are all things we evolved to do. And, you know, unfortunately, many people have foot pain, and that's like a bird having an injured wing from flying. And it doesn't really make sense the incongruency between how many people are hurting their feet um, versus like, you know, what we're just naturally evolved to do. And a, a huge part of that has to do with the, the, the footwear that we're putting on our feet are very unnatural for our body. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. And then what do freedom and movement have to do with each other? Well, I, I think that having a, uh, a mindset of exploring your body tends to lead to a life where you want to feel more out in nature and moving in, in very different ways than going to a gym and running on a treadmill and being very stiff and rigid and, you know, performing these very robotic movements. And I think that when you start to flip the coin and look at, how our bodies are meant to rotate and move in more natural ways that's going to have you seeking out uh you know activities that are that are different and taking you more outside into into nature and being more free in that way okay and then what are the main reasons why so many people are dealing with chronic aches and pains um well part of that as we mentioned has to do with the fact that we we all agree to believe that we need to be sitting up straight all the time until our backs are always tense. We go to the gym then after a whole day of sitting and be very intense on a body that got very good at sitting for the last 12 hours. And then when we put on these shoes on our feet that are very tapered in at the toe box, that don't move very well, that are rigid, um, that block the foot from moving, and block us from feeling the ground well. Well, now our backs are stiff, our feet don't feel well, and then we go and we try solutions of trying to get fit that are very intense on a body that's just not used to it. And, you know, then the solutions that are offered are very quick fix in nature 
that don't really get to the root cause of the problem because they're just trying to kill the pain. You know, we're run, running around in circles, all being very stiff and then trying very, you know, isolated ways to fix that stiffness. Yes, yes. Yes, yes. And then for our um, last question, what role does the rib cage play with lower body and upper body pains? Well, the ribs are located, you know, obviously between our shoulders and our hips. So when we don't think of our rib cage as a mobile area or that's supposed to move very much, we tend to have a lot of problems. And, you know, just think about when, when we're breathing, you know, a lot of times people have heard belly, I should belly breathe. And they've been told that by their yoga teachers. But in fact, our lungs are located in our rib cage and our ribs are supposed to expand as we inhale and depress and come in as we exhale. But a lot of people don't have ribs that move very well. And so if our ribs are kind of stuck in the middle between uh, uh, the hips and the shoulders, then that area gets restricted. And, and the whole body is connected. You know, when I'm moving and walking in life, I should have a rib cage that kind of moves like a dog, like a spine, like an S that's like fluid and, and rhythmical. But again, most people are just very... Um, very stiff in these regions, and so it, it, it impacts, you know, the rest of the system. Absolutely wonderful, great, informative information for our listeners. I thank you so, so very much, Greg, for being here, or Greg, uh, for being here. I did have a question. Um, what is your favorite coffee and or hot beverage? Um, I'm a big... Um, you know, mushroom uh, coffee guy. So I like uh, the Four Sigmatic, and uh, that that's pretty yeah. solid. Uh, espressos, cappuccinos. Oh, I'm a big coffee fan overall. <laughs> wonderful, wonderful. Thank you. And then can you please um, le- let our listeners, our audience know what your social media handles are? And also, there was a little pause, if you noticed, when I come back to you, because I was adding in your... Um, uh, what is it called? Like for the audience, I put in the contact, like email address, or not email, uh, website yeah, the, address. The I apologize. Yeah, no I, was, I was plugging that in. But could you please um, just leave your social media handles with the yeah, audience? Yeah, for sure. So people can look me up at, at Ground Up Physio. So Ground Up and then Physio is P H Y S I O. And I'm located on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok. And I also, um, you know, I have an online mobility program as well. So if people are kind of resonating with what I'm saying and they're, you know, feeling like they're too old in their body and want to feel more athletic and springy again, I have an online mobility program that teaches the exact same exercise that I teach my one-on-one clients here in my clinic in Montreal that uh, people can do at their own pace. And there's also a community group and it's, you know, it's suitable for beginner or advanced and can be done in the comfort of their own home. So I, I suggest that people, um, you know, you could find those links through all my socials. So if you go to Instagram and you look at the link in the bio, you'll, you'll find the program there. Our chief foot officer, owner of From the Ground Up Physiotherapy. Thank you so much, Gregory Stern, for being here. Thank you and very much for having me. I appreciate it. Bye. Bye-bye.
Okay, everyone. So that was the amazing Greg Stern, or Greg Stern. And uh, again, he's the owner of the Ground Up Physiotherapy. Um, he goes into detail and is quite knowledgeable about our foot health, right? And so let's do this. Let me go ahead and, um, since I did put the link inside of the description, it is rebuild, okay, dot ground up physio dot com. Okay, so ground, G R O U N D U P P H Y S I O dot com. So rebuild ground up physio dot com. All right, and then he just mentioned that he does have an online program too. Okay, so checking out, he is amazing. I want to thank you all for being our listeners. Thank you so much, Greg, for being here. You are just delightful and very refreshing. I never heard so much incredible information about our feet, um, the impact on our, you know, feet, our bodies, and then the whole posture. Like my whole life, I was told to sit up straight, especially in ballet class. So I do thank you so very much for gracing our studio. And thank you all again for listening. Again, oh, I forgot before I close. I always forget why. Why would I not do a shout out to my own, uh, to my own website, right? Uh, CoffeeChatWithCamille.com is where you can find a coffee episode. I did want to say I had on uh, an amazing guest yesterday, but the studio was having issues, and uh, I saw like the little disclaimer at the top, and I was just. Like it said, our engineers are working to to get to get your sound going or something like that. Well, I didn't pay any attention because everything else looked like it does right now, you know. And uh, not too much since they said they're working on it. Then I go to listen to our episode recorded yesterday, and oh my goodness, it was just like nothing there. And it was really just like the opening, like blah talk radio, like what you guys say in the beginning. And then after that, it was just some little commercial that had nothing to do with the episode. So I had to re-invite my magnificent guest back on and uh, explain the oops moment we had, you know. So he, luckily he just said, ha, 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 he was laughing. But it was like, you know, these things happen, folks. So I'm going to make sure I always check and make sure the episodes are there, which they generally are, but something was going on with the studio yesterday that was out of my hands, but today, I'm, I'm, I believe we're, we're okay, right? So anyway, everyone enjoy yourself out there, be safe, um, tell those closest to you that you love them, care for them, and also, um, let's not be too hard on each other, right? Again, the name of this magnificent episode was Why I'm Such a Foot Nerd, From Chronic Pain to Barefoot Hiker with Grozy Stone. Okay, again, you can find a copy of the show at coffeechatwithcamille.com. All right. Oh, and also um, at, on any of the streaming uh, platforms, okay? I don't have that open exactly which ones they are, but the popular ones like Apple and Spotify. And if they're not uploading and all that, then I have to talk to tech and to the tech people and uh, get those other 
all the other episodes I have up, right? But so far, so good. And again, I thank you so very much for listening to our amazing episode with Greg Stern or Gregory Stern. Bye for now, everyone.